All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us today on The Kick. My name is Kyle Eason with Inception Integrated Marketing, and The Kick is presented by Mile High House. We're here today at Battery 621 on the rooftop. Beautiful day, a little bit hazy, but uh, so glad to be here on a late summer's day. And we've got a very special guest with us today. His name is Donald Zuckerman. Donald is the film commissioner at the Colorado Office of Film and Television. We're very, very honored and excited to have him here with us today. Donald, welcome. Thank you, Kyle. And by the way, it is extremely bright here, and I'm going to put these on <laughs> for a while. Totally understood. The sun goes behind a cloud, I will take them off. Gotcha. No worries. So today on The Kick, we usually start by asking our guests to tell us a little bit about their background. What are the highlights, the milestones that stand out to you? And you've got a fascinating background, Donald. Give us a little bit of a rundown of uh, your background and what brought you here today. Okay, so for, first of all, I'm old, so I've done a lot of things. So um, let's start with, uh, I practiced law. I was a public defender in the Bronx for a number of years, and then I got out of that and uh, uh, fell in with some people, and we opened a nightclub called The Ritz, and The Ritz became uh, a world... Uh, destination for major bands. Uh, we were Performance Magazine's uh, best club in the country for the five years that I owned it. And uh, we had bands like uh, YouTube and, and Guns N' Roses and Iggy Pop was our, our New Year's Eve show every year. I mean, literally the, the, the Police, Sting, Tina Turner, I mean a thousand, a thousand bands. And while I was doing that, I um, uh, started to manage a, a, a baby band, and we uh, got signed to Columbia Records, and we had a, a gold album, then a platinum album. And uh, after that, uh, I opened a restaurant. Uh, then I uh, decided to um, move into the, uh, the... I had seen, when I was with the band, we were in Japan, we toured Japan, and I saw this thing called karaoke, and I opened uh, the first karaoke place in America. That's amazing. And, and uh, it was a huge success. Uh, uh, after that, uh, opened the second one in Atlanta, was opening one in LA, and kind of started to think about maybe getting into the movie business. Uh, while I was trying to get into the movie business, somebody showed me a tape of this uh, crazy fighting that was going on in Brazil. And uh, I started a, uh, the first mixed martial arts company in America. We were actually the second to market after the UFC, but we were we survived for a while. Uh, they almost didn't survive as well, but they did. Um, and uh, um, then I started to make movies, and I produced quite a few feature films. And the part of the reason I'm here, probably the reason I'm here, is seven of the feature films were directed by George Hickenlooper. And George uh, was, uh, he's now deceased, but he was uh, John Hickenlooper's cousin. And so I met John, and John was in our fourth movie. We made a movie, uh, The Man from Legion Fields, uh, which I think is an outstanding movie. And it starred uh, uh, Andy Garcia, Mick Jagger, James Coburn, Angelica Houston, Juliana Margulies. Uh, George, one day, as we were standing on the street in uh, Pasadena, and he said, hey, uh, my cousin, a bar owner in Denver, is going to be here today, and he's going to be in a, in, an extra in a scene with uh, Andy and Juliana. 
and so I met John and uh, got to know him. He was John was then in a second movie we did uh, uh, with Kevin Spacey, and actually had a line that time. And uh, and then he became uh, he when he became governor, he asked me to come here and be the film commissioner. So I know that's kind of long, but that's an amazing that's story. I love it. Uh, can you tell us the name of the band with which you had so much success? I think you were the sure. Manager. It yeah. was uh, named the band was named Scandal. Uh -huh. It was a singer, Patty Smythe. Yes. Uh -huh. And uh, we had uh, you know a couple. Uh, we had a number of top forty hits, and then a top ten hit. That's amazing. And uh, but you know, they kind of went their separate ways at some point, uh -huh. and it ended. Uh huh. It often does with the bands. It, yeah. you know, it often happens that of, way. A lot of egos. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and interesting, with George Hickenlooper, you produced uh, at least seven or eight films. Is that right? I think seven. Uh -huh. Seven or six feature films and one, uh, uh, I would call it a, like a documentary series called Hicktown about uh -huh. John Hickenlooper being the mayor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And how do you remember George? You had, it looks like a, a pretty successful partnership. What are your rem remembrances of, of George? I, lo I love George. I mean, George was a great guy. He was, uh, he was brilliant, uh, great, uh, you, know, re you know, just extremely well-read, extremely uh, had great ideas. And he, as time went on, kept on, you know, it's craft filmmaking, and he got better and better and better at it. And by our last movie with uh, Kevin Spacey, he was really had arrived, and we were at a point where we could get major cast. And and uh, unfortunately, came here uh, one weekend right before uh, John Hickman was elected, and he uh, he died, 47 years old. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Sleep apnea. Amazing. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, and, and that was really uh, very interesting to hear your remembrances of George, too. I had never heard that kind of a personal uh, recollection. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, You're welcome. What a fascinating background you've had. Um, I'm kind of curious uh, as to the turning points, uh, particularly from um, uh, owning the nightclub, working in the nightclub business, to filmmaking, and then filmmaking to working here in Colorado as film commissioner. Well. You know, first of all, everything's very different. I mean, I've, I hadn't had a, an actual job uh, since the late 70s. This was my first job. And so, you know, when you have a job, I mean, when you're making movies, there's backers. There's always somebody you've got to in some way report to. But, you know, when you're working in a, in a government, there's uh, more... I hate to. I'm not. I don't consider myself to be a bureaucrat, but there is some bureaucracy that you have to deal with. But so, so it's it's quite different. But on the other hand, um, it's been a really interesting experience because when I came here, everybody said uh, that we were never going to get a good incentive program here, and we've gotten one. Uh, it's competitive. It's not a little lower. It's 20% versus 25% uh, or 30% in. New Mexico and 25% in Utah, but uh, we're getting movies here, and we're, we're building a, a crew base and a business here, so it's, it's, I feel good about it. We'll come back to that okay. uh, in a moment. Uh, I want to me, talk a let little me see bit. If I can. Yeah, how are you doing there? I think it's got, I'm, get, I'm getting more used Better? to it. Better? Okay, life. good. Uh, you know, it is intense up here, mile high, so that's how it goes. Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit next. We usually talk about 
our guests kick, the kick, the idea that is sort of special, has a, an energy of its own and can sort of awaken or inspire people to take it up a level. Is there a certain idea or way of working that you have that is a kick, that is something special? Well, I, I think for me, uh, you know, it would be fair to say that I've kind of blundered from one industry and one uh, idea to the next. Uh, the, the, the common thread is that most of them are entertainment. You know, the audiences might be different. Uh, but what, what generally has happened is somebody I would get involved with or somebody I was friendly with would come up with, with an idea and then, or show me, or later on in the movie, there's a show me a screenplay that I sparked to. And, you know, 99% of the time somebody tells you an idea, you don't, you don't want to put your energy into it. But that 1%, when I really love something and I believe I can make a difference, um, my way of approaching business is I just, I, I'm, I'm, I dive in and I attack <laughs> and I get it done. And not always, but enough of the time that it's, I feel that I've made a difference. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know we were chatting a little bit earlier and one of the things you said was an advantage was uh, first having a good idea and then second knowing who to call. So it sounds like you have a lot of people in your Rolodex. Well, it's absolutely a necessity. I mean, if you have a good idea and you don't know how to market it or who you can market it to, you can forget about it. And if you have a great Rolodex and you call people with a bad idea, they will not take your call next time. So, you know, you have to be careful about how you approach uh you know, marketing an idea and turning it into reality. And, you know, an idea is, I hate to use a cliche, but the ideas are a dime a dozen. You know, a lot of times you'll meet people and they'll say, well, I see that's happening. I thought of that. Well, yeah, but somebody else did it. Yeah. There's a difference between thinking about it and doing it. Exactly. What is it about an idea that really sparks you, that really just seems to capture your attention? Maybe think back to a time when something just blew you away. What was it? Well, it's something that I thought I could accomplish. I mean, so for instance, with the mixed martial arts, I had been in the boxing business, I left that out. Uh -huh. So on a plane ride back from LA when I was managing Scandal, I sat next to a guy and, and it was right after the 1984 Olympics. And it turns out that he had won the heavyweight gold medal in the 1984 Olympic boxing. And so I owned a, a restaurant, not the one I mentioned, but a different one at the time. And I invited uh, this guy, Henry Tillman, and his trainer to the restaurant. And by the time I was done with dinner, I was his manager. And I managed him for 26 or 25 professional fights. It was a, it, it was a kick. Uh -huh. It was fun. <laughs> Didn't make exactly. money, yeah. but it was fun. Uh -huh. So, you know, the next uh, thing that we like to talk about is where you go now. ahead, I go believe, right ahead, go right ahead. It's right. Apologize to the audience. <laughs> um, what's next for you? Um, you? Here as film commissioner, you've had a, a kind of a roller coaster ride, it sounds like, in, uh, uh, was it 2015? The, the uh, incentives were at $5 million. Uh, now it's down to $3 million for the past couple of years. Uh, it makes your job a little more difficult, I'm sure. But tell us about uh, where you're at now, what are the great triumphs you've had recently, and what's next for you? Well, you know, first of all, uh, we'd like to grow it. You know, and that, that's not up to me alone. Obviously, the governor has to agree to it, and, and key uh, legislators, uh, both uh, Republican and Democrats, have to agree that it's worthwhile. But I think that the fact that we've gotten significant films here, we got Fast and Furious 7 came here, they were second unit, but huge. 
and they did all of those car drop, those cars out of the C-130 scenes here, and they did they, uh, all the road racing scenes in, uh, at Monarch Pass, and, mm -hmm. and uh, then the Hateful Eight was here. And now, which I, I think this is the best yet, we have Our Souls at Night. Mm -hmm. It's uh, Robert Redford and Jane Fonda. Uh, it's based on a Kent Haruf uh, novel. He was a, a noted Colorado writer, lived in Salida, died two years ago. And he writes about life in Colorado, in small town in Colorado. Mm -hmm. They're going to film in, uh, in Florence, Canyon mm -hmm. City, and, and uh, the Springs, mm -hmm. a little bit in Denver. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, just uh, going to be great for the image of the state. And, and I predict, I predict that Ken Harris' novel, uh, with the marketing, it'll get re-released, and with the marketing of the movie, it could make the, the New York Times bestseller list. Mm -hmm. So, amazing, and there's a lot of success that'll just keep building yeah. from that. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're, we're, you know, we feel really positive about this project. This is a real, you know, this is something for uh, families. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of objections sometimes uh, from legislators uh, and others about uh, the film incentives. Um, what is your, the main thing you'd like to communicate today uh, with regard to those objections? Why incentivize? film and television in Colorado? Well, we have two choices. Either don't make any of it or incentivize it. Nobody goes anywhere without incentives today. Mm -hmm. uh, I've made two movies in, uh, in Ontario with incentives. I made a movie in, in uh, Michigan. I made a movie in Georgia. I made two movies in New Mexico, one in London, all with incentives. And without the incentives, Either the movie isn't manageable, that extra money you get can make the difference between making the movie or not, and certainly you don't go anyplace without the incentive. So when I got here, not a single out-of-state film had come here in five years. And since we've started this incentive program, we've had many. Mm -hmm. and, and now we've uh, started really a nascent uh, film industry here. We have, uh, we've uh, just recently had uh, three movies shooting here, and uh, and more to come. I mean, they're they're on the small side, you know, million dollars or a little bit less. But mm -hmm. but you know, the people are energized and it's incentive driven. They would not be here. We would have lost those filmmakers. Mm -hmm. So if we want to be in the content creation business, as you are, mm -hmm. um, you, ultimately you need some money to do it, you and you need colleagues and people who are trained and skilled to do it, <laughs> and we're building that crew base here. That's fantastic. Donald, is there anything else you'd like to add today you didn't have a chance to say already? Uh, no, thank you. Okay. I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. You bet. Well, that's it, folks. What a beautiful day and a fantastic interview with Donald Zuckerman, Film Commissioner for the Colorado Office of Film and Television. That's it. Have a good day. Thank you.